Kenneth Appel's Silverwing, Chapter Rat. Shade heard the eerie whistle of the lull of the wind's roar. He turned and saw them, hanging in the sky like an image torn from a nightmare. Something, for some reason, he felt no surprise. He thought this moment much played out over his head. It seemed nearly inevitable, but the noise was terrible whistling noise. Marina, she, he croaked her here. What? She whispered her, whipped her head across. No, they should be dead. A vicious crosswind buffeted them to the side and they turned their attention to the wolfians. Maybe they're, they're lost them on the other side. I'd trim your wings if I were you. This is going to be rough. Shade swallowed a twin mountain peaks in the horizon. He saw a sudden flash of his mother's sound map. He could understand now his first thought of the mountain was a wolf lunging towards him, but it looked just that now. He pitched forward. His wings were stiff to the side. Again, he adjusted his course, aiming for a narrow path. He came too close with the pack of, with the leaf peak left peak and the wind wouldn't let him back bank. Say he heard Marina cry out in his right as if from a great distance he saw rock hurling towards him, he was going to crash. He thought to pull up Breaking sharply with his wings, he thought they'd snap into frozen twigs. Suddenly, everything seemed so very slow, and the incoming rocks and wind in his ears occurred to him, sunk, sucked in his belly, drew up. His legs and claws, he was nothing but a distant disappointment. His life was going to end soon. He skims so hard, a patch of snow, the f it felt sharp coldness with the gentle bounce of an, the air borne. Wings were beating fiercely. He was clear. He veered doggedly back in the direction of the sky towards Maria. You're lucky, he said. He heard her shout. They seemed through the wolf ears, streamed through the wolf ears. The mountain face dropped dizzyingly, scooping up pure darkness. Shade felt his stomach plunge. What was down there? It was too far for him with his sound sight. All, for all he knew, the world had ended right here and now. It
was the only way to go. Shade glanced over his shoulder and saw Gotham throb, riding the wind through the wolf ears, gaining his powerful wings. They overtook them in minutes. All right, said Shade grimly. He stopped flapping and folded his wings tight. He, Marina followed his lead. He watched for them self to slow down. Wing tying, the wind tying him for a few minutes, he began to sing, sag. He let his body tilt forward, nose leading, plunged down into the starless abyss, into the hail, like a hailstone. His stomach leapt into his throat. He loved flying, the excitement of a steep dive, but this was altogether different. This was faster than he ever flown, maybe faster than any bat had. He could barely breathe, the air smashing against his nostrils. The wind stabbed his eyes like pellets. He shut them tight. Even his mind's eye was nothing but pure blackness. Something blossoming into a bright star burst of the wind's howl into his ears. He was too far from the ground to pick up anything. For the first time in his life, he felt blind and terribly vulnerable. I am. I had no idea. He had no idea where Maria was, no idea if the world even existed anymore. At that, at any moment, he felt his whole shaking body might come apart at the seams. Now he must hop, hope that Gotham Throb had lost sight of them and that they were circling mountain peaks. With every second, he could feel the air getting warmer, the ice on his wings piercing into droplets, something be streaming behind him, a glimmer, topmost tree, branches of a tree. There were treetops, dozens of them spreading out into the forest. A hill, fields on all sides. He almost cried out with relief. Fine, the whole world was coming back, painting itself in silver in his head. Carefully, he unfurled and just the tips of his wings, angled them to the wind, started to shift him himself. Then he gradually extended more and more, bringing himself gracefully out of his free fall. He opened his eyes, looked over the rolling landscape. Above were human lights, but nowhere as many as the city. Marina, he cried out. Her bright fur stood out against the night. Did we lose him? He gazed back up the sky. The mountain was vast. 
blotting out the stars. From the high came about from high came about the whistling noise quickly burning into ear splitting shriek. No, he muttered in belief. Those giant bats pummeled the heavens. Winds fanned out in to bleak their fall. Those noises of horrible shrieking noises. Come on, Marina, shouted to him. He felt like he was flapping through water, his wings slow and heavy. Marina jerked her head towards the lights. If we can make it, we can somehow hide. There was no towers. There were no high towers here, just rows and rows of human buildings. A few machines rolling noisily between. And behind them, the ghoulish whistling noise. He could smell them, their hot, foul breath. He banked over the broad road and stung white stung light with wires and lights, flanked by buildings, shade knocked back, Goff's eyes flashed in glare. Throb was swerving off one side. He was coming to cut them off. Down shouted Shade to Marina. He dove towards the street. What are we doing? Where are we going, Marina? Demanded. He was too breathless to answer. She had struck by him as they streaked down. He had no idea what he was doing. He swerved around a bundle of wires, veered past a skinny metal box filled with circular lights. Machine rolled past, spitting up noise and fumes. The ground was coming up. He prepared to pull up and swerve in the direction. He knew the metal gate had the side of the road. The drizzle of the rainwater ran through the narrow slits. He measured it with his echo vision for a second. Maybe just fold their wings, he shouted. Just slowing, he dropped his head. He dropped head first to the grate, and for the last moment, pulled his wings tight and plunged beneath the earth. Deep inside the dripping shafts, Shade peered up at Goth. His jaws fastened around a metal gate trying to lift it. Throb sank his claws through one of the slits, pulling with all his might. Shade looked worriedly at Maria. I you think we, they can move it? He whispered. Maria shook her head. I don't know. A metal clunk Answered the question. Shade jutted in alarm. Goth and Throb managed to lift the metal gate. Just a fraction of an inch. Just a second before it 
came back down, better find a way out, Marina hissed. Shade went too deep, want, didn't want to go deeper, he didn't like being underground, all the way to the earth hanging over his head. But what choice did they have? He had to flutter down the bottom of the shaft. A long tunnel stretched through directions. I guess it doesn't really matter, said Marina. Looks like there, there's going to be another shaft. Yeah, right. There's going to be another shaft. Led back up, right? Yeah, right, said Shade, sounding hopeful. The tunnel was long enough, was wide enough for them to fly, avoiding oily sludge and seeping, seeping along the bottom. It stank down here in stagnant water, stale human garbage. The dirt dart hit him. I saw it. I maybe it ripped out of in time. They had no right being alive. Up ahead was a glimmering roof of the tunnel. I think that's it, Marina said hopeful there's another shaft. Shade looked the light and to veer up into the shaft. Teeth, that's all he, that's what he saw first, his bare teeth swinging down, snapping at him. He cried at first, recoil and flap backwards and nearly crashing in the marina. Two scrawny rats were at the ceiling with their claws, their faces fierce and narrow. There were others now, swarming along the walls of the shaft, blocking their escape. This way, Marina shouted, flying further down the tunnel. Trespassers, the rats, said after them, We'll get you, and you can't get out. The rats tapped their claws loudly on the stone walls. Tap, 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 tap. The sound climbed down after Shane Maria and the pass them into the distance, warning the others. Shade realizing panic there's more up ahead. Shade Shade cast his sonic vision down the long tunnel. The silver image of a dozen rats came back to him. Slip backed creatures scuttling through the sludge like the on the walls on the ceilings. His wing beats faltered. He'd be cut off if they kept going. Not from where they were a small pipe slanted down. Here, he said, impetuously. It was too narrow to fly, but he just squeezed through all on all fours behind 
The water gushed past his claws, and all the time he the walls tap 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 tap. How many rats were there down here? His instincts were against this. This going further past further underground to feel inch deeper, they went much farther from the surface and from the sky. Down they came, pounding clawed feet, come hurry, hurry him at urged Marina with over his shoulder. The pipe opened up, he scrambled through, he tumbled out the end, plummeting in the murky water. He came out gasping in panic, thrashing his waterlogged wings. Beside him, Marina scrambled to keep her head up. They weren't far from shore. There was a paddle clumsily over to they and managed to paddle clumsily over to solid rock, sudden shivering. They were circular tunnel. There was a borod circular tunnel, half filled with deep water, not sluggish or trickle of the higher tunnels, but fast moving. Shade watched it seep past, glinting darkly. Now what, Marina said, looking anxiously at the pipe. They're coming soon. For a brief moment, Shade wished he were goth and could have those huge jaws to bear, giant wings to spread, to batter his enemies. Come on, he said, he doggedly. Hurrying down the side of the tunnel, clanging the carved stone, there must be a tunnel up leading up. There must be somewhere. There was something coming, not ammo, but a thing. A thing riding on the water. A band, a band in the tunnel, came, came a raft, dragged square wood, dragged square wood. On the other side, Strade could see rats swimming, steering it. On the dark deck, were more rats scanning the water. There, one of them shouted, Faster! Shade turned to face it. It came quickly. He was too tired to crawl or swim. With Maria at his side, he watched the raft overtake them. High above the town, Goths circled and watched for Shade and Marina. They couldn't stay down there forever, Throb said. When the when they surface, we'll see them. He was angry at himself for losing them. He lost. He looked at Throb, considered biting him to make him feel better. He hoped they would surface. He was He'd be right, he'd be in the right place at the right time to spot them. At the edge of the town, he made vast piles of human garbage. 
and the frozen air, his senses, nostrils, could pick out the pungent smell of rotting fruit, food, garbage, met rats, lots of them. You can feed over here and wipe them out.